Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. Get in zone. So what if I need a new one? No problem. We have the right battery for your car, starting at only $89.99. Get in zone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. Bullet. Bombshell. Hmm. Bombshell. You ever uh, been in a situation where you done something to someone and you was ridiculed for doing it even though they was correct of saying you done it. Were you ever involved in a situation where the fight or automobile accident or and something tragic happened and uh, no, it don't have to be you but someone you knew that that was involved in something and they was put away in jail or they was ridiculed or they was persecuted and they was looked at in a bad way without hearing their side. Hmm. Have you ever been through that or do you know someone that been through that? Because I would say there's two sides to a story. Whether it's true or not true, it's always two sides. It's always a motive of, of what really, really happened. You never really hear, and I ain't going to say never, but a lot of times, often you don't hear the other side, especially when it involves the media and stuff like that. You don't hear the other side. My bullet point talk today is my thought for today is something, a story that was maybe nationwide. Started right here in Chicago. And the ones that are from Chicago probably remember this story. Very touching, sad story that happened to this individual. I'm going to get into that here and let you hear the other side of the one that was convicted and ridiculed and put away for what he done to this famous person. And it was wrong. It was it was evil. It was it was it was wrong. But did you hear the real? You ever hear the, uh, his side of what really happened? Let's get into that. This is Joseph Brownlee with a bullet point talk today and thought for today. I want you to uh, get this in your heart today. Get it in your heads and get it in your heart. Body of Christ, real talk. This is Joseph Brownlee. It's time for some real talk. Okay. 1984. I believe it was 1984 when this tragic incident happened. I'm going to just say the name. A lot of you probably understand, know who I'm talking about. Benji. Ben Wilson. Ben Wilson from Chicago, Illinois. Went to a high school called Simeon. High school, if you're not from Chicago, it's a high school called Simeon High School. The ones that's from Chicago know that school or even probably attended that school. Ben Wilson was one of the sought-after 
players in high school in 1984 going into 1985. Talented player. Very talented player. You know, had great skills. They called him, some people called him the, the Magic Johnson with a jump shot. Magic Johnson with a jump shot. Tall, skinny, handsome young man, 17 years old. On top of the world, man. I mean, people loving him, people protecting him and everything like that. Benji Wilson. They called him Benji. His full name was Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin Wilson. 1984. Uh, they won a state championship. I think they beat Evanston in 1984. And the reason I know that now, because before I, before I even talk about this, I looked up. I wanted to know more about Ben Wilson. I know his death touched me. And I'm gonna get into that, but I uh, I want to just give you a little a uh, little heads up who Benji is. He, uh, look up Ben Wilson yourself. So I like to tell my listeners, look up Ben Wilson, or you look up Benji. Ben Wilson will pop up everywhere, and it would mainly be this great young man that had his life tucked in shortly at the age of 17. You're gonna hear those stories about Ben Wilson, you know. And uh, what happened in 1984? I remember that very clearly when that happened. Okay, uh, and he was one of the top prospects, maybe to go to either uh, Illinois, uh, DePaul, Indiana, one of those schools. He was one of the uh, number one high school players coming out of high school in that time in 1984. You know, I even went back uh, the other day and watched some of his uh, his his balling. I just seen clips of his balling, but I I didn't feel it was fair if I looked away look at him and his his past of playing ball myself because I like to see things myself. I hear all the pumping up about him and stuff like that. You know, I just went along with the flow at that time. You know, uh, pumped up about Ben Wilson, but uh, you know, I lived in a neighborhood was man. There was some great ball players, man, in, in Chicago neighborhood. Man, they was good ballers, man. I ain't gonna name no names, but uh, these guys would go. Up, it, it was a park called Ada Park. We had some of the greatest ballers coming up there, man. We, Terry Cummings, if you know Terry Cummings, you know what I, I went to school with Terry Cummings. He was about two years over me, but I went to Carver when Terry Cummings went to Carver. You know, he used to come up to Ada Park, you know, hang out there and play some ball. So we had some great ballers, plus some neighborhood ballers that can compete with those guys. I ain't said. They was better, but they can compete with them. We got some good ballers out there, man. That can ball. Ada Park was known for their ballers on the south side and everything. But that was an era of the Ben Wilsons and all them in that era. Okay, what's my point? Ben Wilson was killed, murdered. Uh, going into his senior year, I forgot what time, but Ben Wilson was murdered, killed by another young man. And it was very tragic. Now, back in that day, you know, uh, you hear the stories of that, uh, people getting killed and shot down and stuff like that. It was almost a norm, not as prevalent as it is today, but uh, it was really out there. And at that, that time in the 80s, I was gangbanging. I was in a gang. I was in the Black Gates of Disciples. So I know about walking around with a pistol and stuff like that or being around gangbangers and drinking and all that stuff. You know, that was just, you know, the norm, walking around with pistols or whatever like that. But I get into that, you know, I'm trying to make a point. I was gangbanging for the Black Gates of Disciples on the south side in the area called Morgan Park in Chicago, if you remember. The ones that lived Chicago know about that, even some of the heroes know about it, they're not a uh, gangbang with Morgan Park, you know, but anyway Ben Wilson uh, they won a state championship and he, there was a lot of plans 
that he was making, but I'm sure it was a lot of pains all in his ear, you know, and his face telling him what school to go to and everything. DePaul was hot then. You know, DePaul Blue Demons, you know, that was one of the hot schools to go to, or Illinois, you know. I just felt back then he was going to go to DePaul. And uh, DePaul was uh, one, of the, one of the top map teams then, you know, Cummings and all them went there. Teddy Groves, Mark Aguirre, all those guys went to DePaul, you know. So I thought Ben Wilson would go there himself, but that's another story. But a life for life fact, a young man that was known to be a decent young man, you know, uh, you know, far as that, you know, that's what I heard then. Uh, going to Simeon, one day with his girlfriend, was walking, I guess, to the neighborhood store around in Simeon. He was walking to a neighborhood store. And uh, on the way to the store, something happened. They said he got robbed. Uh, and I'm going to get into the story. I'm trying to make it as fast as I can. They say he got robbed. Two guys robbed him and everything. And and and, uh, and all the mess and the robbery, he was shot two times. Ben Wilson was shot two times. I advise you, recommend, look up Ben Wilson's story. You'll hear all this on 30 for 30 and Ben Wilson. Very tragic story, sad. Ben Wilson was shot and killed. Now, and uh, he died the next day from complications of the bullet wounds and the bleeding and stuff like that. I'm getting into more on the other side on that as well. And uh, because I want to, I got a reason why I'm telling this story. And uh, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When I heard about that, because he was well known. You know, even my sister, I believe she said, I, you know, my sister said she had met her one time. He tried to talk to her one time. <laughs> That's what I heard. But I don't know how true it is. I remember years ago when she told me that he tried to talk to her one time, you know, and, uh, no fires that you know, but that's another story. And that's how she knew him. But I, I, I never seen him personally, but I just heard him through uh, television and uh, high school basketball. He was well known. But you know, you heard the pictures on the Mona Lisa. Somebody, some people become more famous when they die, and that was almost like Ben Wilson. Not saying that he wasn't that good or he wasn't as well as they say he was but he became more famous and well known nationwide when he got killed because he was one of the top high school preps prep players and he was pretty good he was pretty good i watched a little of his game he had some ball for that time in 84 i wanted to see more of his skills but i just seen a little bit he had that he had some ball that he can ball you know i, I give him that much i'm not saying he's the number one player you know but I, he, he was a baller you know and uh, i give him that much props you know he was he was well known and at that time he was one of the number one high school uh, out there so when he got killed you know it touched everybody it was nationwide man i'm telling you, it was nationwide it touched me i was shocked i'm gonna be honest with you i was shocked when ben wilson got killed and how he got killed robbed man two guys robbed him man i, I was shocked now you know i was so shocked now i'm banging myself but you know, that me being a bang game banger then I don't want I hate to see somebody go out like that. They got so much potential. You know, I didn't have that much uh, you know, even in the same day I didn't want no, you know, files there, but two guys that shot him, you know. Uh 
according to the report then. Ben Wilson got shot and everything. Let me try to make this as fast as I can. You can look up the Benji Wilson story yourself and get the whole details of Ben Wilson. And I'm getting to the other person that shot him too, because I'm doing that for a reason. And uh, he was he died, you know, a day later or so in the hospital because of complications. And man, it was, I mean, that's all you heard, Ben Wilson, Ben Wilson. It was so sad and it was very eerie, man. It was so touching, man. I almost cried myself. You know, how he got killed, man. All that potential, the young handsome young man, you know, big smile, you know, Foz, they had a lot of confidence, you know, not only in his life, but in his game, for what I saw out of him. But anyway, it was so big, 10,000 people, they had uh, uh, the weight at his uh, high school simeon. And my brother went there years ago. My brother uh, went to Simeon High School. And they had 10,000 people. That's how famous and well-known this young man was. 10,000 people, man. Got his life tucking in a robbery, man. A, a, a senseless robbery, you know, that supposed had happened, you know. I'm saying supposed to for a reason. I'll let you know why. And it was so big. And, man, and Benny went there. So I mean, my brother went there, you know, uh, and me and my brother went there, and I went with him. We went to the funeral, man. That funeral was packed, but it was so eerie. It was so many people crying and wailing and stuff at this young man. It was sad, man. It was very sad, you know. I, I got to see him close up, and that's the only time I got to see Ben Wilson when he was landing his coffin. It was a big coffin because he was tall. He was six foot seven, you know. That was tall. That that was tall, you know. And uh, you know, he was landing his coffin. I was just looking at him and say, "Oh man, you know, this guy's gone." Ben Wilson is gone, man. So he was well known. There was a 10,000. We'll make a long story short. Uh, there was a lot of stories. And, man, they started making stories years later, you know. And they and they finally caught the guys that uh, that was accused of uh, uh, killing Ben Wilson. It was two guys. And I think one of them name was uh, Billy Moore. And the other name was Omar something. I forgot. Billy Moore Omar. They said they was cousins then. And the incident, what happened is they robbed, they was trying to rob Ben Wilson and a, a fight got out or some altercation. And uh, the guy wound up, uh, Billy Moore, wound up shooting Ben Wilson twice, you know. And Ben Wilson didn't die there. He was with his girlfriend, Ben Wilson, you know. And uh, he wound up dying in the hospital. Well, anyway, that carried a weight on me for uh, a long time, man. Because of the way it happened, and I said, "Wow, wow, the way that happened." But you know, he got robbed, according to the media. Years later, you start hearing a lot of little different things that was that that you know went on there. Uh, years later, you know, the robbery and stuff like that. You start hearing he didn't get robbed; it was just an alter altercation or whatever like that, you know. And uh, but back then, uh. If it, if you left it to the media, <clears throat> and everybody just believe what the media said, you know, even today people still do that. Believe what the media said, you will believe that yeah, he got robbed, you know, by these two guys, and they took his life. He tried to defend himself, and they took his life. And I believe that man. I said, man, it's Benji, man. I started hearing little cracks later, you know, about you know certain things about Ben Wilson, but you know, I just it's just hearsay, you know. But anyway. Two stories. 
It's always two stories. The first story that you heard, <clears throat> what I just talked about, like I said, look it up yourself. Look at the story of Ben Wilson. You're going to hear this story. Not so much the robbery, but you're going to hear this hero, Ben Wilson, this great kid. They got his life tucking early, and I'm not, not, not knocking that. But it's always two sides. You never hear nothing about, they, 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 they plastered these two guys. <clears throat> I remember those scenes. You can look up those scenes, too, when they walk with the two guys handcuffed. Okay. I find out years later, I won't search you for it, but I find out years later, but there was another side to it. The two guys that was arrested, the one <clears throat> that shot Ben Wilson, uh, Billy Moore, yes, he did shoot Ben Wilson, and they said they was cousins. Found out later they wasn't cousins. Then I just find out again, I just found out they didn't even know each other. <laughs> the other guy just happened to be there when it happened. So they arrested him, who the Omar guy didn't have nothing to do with it. He just happened to be there. Uh, for a while as I know, him and Billy didn't even know each other. They was not cousins. And this one, you start finding about what really happened, you know, what really happened to people, or you hear the other side finally from somebody else that was accused of something. I'm going somewhere with this. I'm not trying to belittle what happened to Benji. That was very sad, you know, what happened to him. But Billy Moore the one that was accused of killing, shooting Ben Wilson. <laughs> was no allegedly, he admitted he did. He admitted he shot and killed Bill Will, Ben Wilson. Uh, you know, but he never admitted he robbed him. He said it had nothing to do with no robbery. Okay, this Billy Moore guy said it had nothing to do with no robbery. I started seeing more and more about this. And then I, I said over... About a year ago or so, I seen 30 for 30, the Ben Wilson story. I was very interested in hearing about that because I never heard about none of this stuff about uh, Billy Moore's side, what Billy Moore had to say about it. You know, I've never been interested in him. I just believe, like everybody else said, man, this, this cold-blooded little thug. And I had a lot of nerve comments about little thug because I was gangbanging too. But I was into that worship Ben Wilson thing too. So I just believe what the media said and what everybody was saying, you know. But this guy just tried to rob Ben Wilson and, you know, woo-woo-woo and just killed him. They got into it and he killed him and shot him in front of his lady and stuff like that, you know. But 30 for 30 talked about the Ben Wilson story and they talked about a lot of things like that. But something was added to that. And I thank God for this person added to uh, added to that, you know. Now, they forgave this guy for killing Bill Wilson, you know, for one reason or another. It was good, you know, because, you know, they added to that. And what they did add, and I'm glad they did, they added, and they finally caught up what, because uh, Billy Moore, Billy Moore wound up getting 30 years. I think he only done 20. He wound up getting 30 years, and he done 20 years. But nobody never gave Billy Moore or Omar a chance to tell their side. The police Nobody. Because they just looked at us as black men, as gangbangers, black young gangbangers. You know, that's how they looked at them, like black young gangbangers, you know. And that's just being real. And nobody never really heard the side of Billy Moore or Omar. I forget the other gang's name. You know, Omar. I forget his name. But, they, you know, you can look up Omar and Billy Moore, the ones that killed Bill Wednesday. You can see their pictures flash up all on YouTube and all that. So it's easy to find. You want to look that up? Go ahead and look that up because it's a very interesting story of a young man, uh, talent like that got his life lost and it shouldn't have happened. And I'm going to tell you why it shouldn't have happened. And, uh, and it happens a lot. Billy Moore, the family, the brothers, Ben Wilson's uh, older brothers and younger brothers had a little thing that I think it was produced by 
Common, I think Common, I think has something going on. A show by Common, I might be wrong. Look it up, and uh, you know, and he had all them on there. And Billy Moore got a chance. I really wanted, wanted, wanted anywhere. Billy Moore got the chance to talk to the family. The family forgave him and everything. They called him little brother now. You know, a place of Ben Wilson. But anyway, Billy Moore got a chance to tell his side, and it's incredible. But he called, and I'm going to read a short little excerpt, and I'm reading what Billy Moore said, what happened at that incident. It's probably the first time you hear this, hearing this. I heard it before, because I've seen an interview with Billy Moore, and I, it's worth looking at the other side, and I call this the other side of somebody, what really happened on the other side, which you don't hear sometimes, you know. And uh, Billy Moore told, you know, what we heard was that he shot Ben Wilson because he was trying to rob him. That's what you heard. Then it changed to that. But him and Omar tried to rob him. Omar had nothing to do with it. Omar just happened to be right there when all the incident happened. And uh, this is Billy Moore. I'm going to give Reed a little upset. Remember, I'm quoting from this article called Until the Lion Speaks. From murder to reconciliation, Billy Moore tells his story of redemption. What happened in the Ben Wilson murder? Now, this is the one that killed Bill Wilson. He's really, he's finna tell you right now, you know, and destroy what really happened. And people know, they know now what really happened. And then they were so blinded because of the hero status of Ben Wilson. He was perfect. He couldn't do nothing wrong. So they just, they just left it like that. You know, like I said, I'm not putting Billy Wilson down. I'm not trying to put, I'm not trying to put Ben Wilson down and, and put down his stature. And I'm not trying to lift up Billy Moore, you know, make him a saint. Because of his redemption, no, I'm not. But I'm just trying to let you see both sides. Then I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna end it and let you know why I've done this. Okay. All right. All right. This is an interview. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your home is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like Gen Air at build.com slash Ferguson. And I'm just read uh, a little bit of this. I'm going to skip all through this and I advise you to look up this and I'm going to tell you where to find this at. This is the interviewer from TG. He's interviewed Billy Moore, quoting, how was your upbringing as a child? He's talking to Billy Moore, the one that killed Ben Wilson, his famous basketball high school player. This is uh, the reply from Billy Moore. It was the normal middle class Southside upbringing. I know about that. Like I said, I was banging in of most young kids growing up in the middle 80s, in the mid 80s. When my family moved to 85th and Bishop, we were the first or second black family to move on the block. Now, this is in Chicago now, so I'm this is in Chicago. So you're probably not familiar with these streets if you don't live in Chicago or, or in the United States, but I'm just, I got to read what this young man is saying. We were the first or second black family to move on the block. 
growing up, and I had fun in the community. We were a tight-knit family, and I was involved in sports. This is Billy Moore. You wouldn't have known that about that. That's Billy Moore telling you himself. You just knew he was a thug that killed Bill Wilson, a gangbanger. That's what the media wants you to believe, okay? All right, continuing. The legacy of what Chicago is known for within our community the gang legacy started to spread into certain neighborhoods, the neighborhood he moved in. As I got at a certain age, a young teenager, I got influenced by the gang culture. I know about that. The same happened with me. I was brought up better. I got influenced by the gang culture. I wound up in the disciples, but this ain't about me. Let me continue. Excuse me. This is an interviewer. In your own words, what happened with you and your encounter with Ben Wilson on November 21st, 1984? Now, what he's finna say right now, I don't have no proof if he's telling the truth. I have no idea what really happened. Just as much I don't have any proof, I don't think he robbed him. I don't think, and I know right now that other young man had nothing to do with it. He done all that time and had nothing to do with him. I don't even think he got recommended for that. This young man had nothing to do with that. And I'm not saying they was innocent. And I'm not saying they was sinless or they didn't do no wrong, but they wasn't thugs according to their stories. Let me continue. Okay. This is Billy Moore. What happened? And his this is his story. This is his side. This is not me saying this concrete, but this is Billy Moore's side, really. I think it was a situation where it was almost like a perfect storm for what I've come to understand years later. Ben Wilson was having a bad day. This is according to him. Ben Wilson, he think Ben Wilson on that day of the incident was having a bad day. I was in a state of immaturity at the age of 16. He was only 16, uh, Billy Moore, thinking that carrying a gun could resolve it wrong. Okay, I know about carrying a gun, so I can relate to that. I know now that when you carry a gun, you get gun problems. It was an unfortunate confrontation between Benji and me. This is what happened, according to him. Benji bumped into me and refused to say, excuse me. Okay, this is what he's saying, what happened. And it had nothing to do with no robbery. That was a lie, you know, and I'm going to tell you why I think so. Benji bumped into me and refused to say, excuse me. An argument ensued. A push turned into words. They pushed each other. I'm going to tell you a story about me. I know about that. A push turned into words that turned into me pulling out a gun. Okay? He pulled out his gun. Feeling that I had, now I'm quoting what he's saying. Feeling that I had to protect myself. Benji was the biggest human being I have ever seen in my life. Now, I can see that Benji was six foot seven. Now, this guy was small. So, I can see him being intimidated, if this is true. I can see this being intimidated. You know, Benji was a big man. You know, Benji was the biggest human being I have ever seen in my life. Benji was six foot eight inches at the time. I was only five six. Yeah, that's, that's the height I am now, five seven, five six, and 135 pounds. I felt if I didn't protect myself, maybe he could take the gun from me and kill me. And this is what he's thinking, that Ben could have done to him. So everything, they was really arguing. They was probably finna go at it, you know. I did what I thought, what I needed to do at that moment. As we all know now, what happened on that unfaithful day, Benji died due to me shooting him. And I went to prison for 20 years. That's what I'm going to stop it right there. I think you got to look up more of his testimony files that, you know, and I, I give kudos to this young man for really telling He stands on his side. This is what's really happened. Okay, this is what I get out of this. And I found out, you know, in tidbits about Benji and other articles that I did not know of. <clears throat> Him and Benji, 
he happened to be at the store. It's a store Benji was on his lunch break from school. I guess Benji went up to the store, and uh, uh, oh, uh, Billy Moore happened to be there. Billy Moore carried a gun. Uh, in in his in his other earlier testimony, he said the reason he carried a gun because that was a thing, that was a thing back in the hood. I can relate to that because I carried a gun. Me and my uh so-called associates and the disciples, we took care took times carrying the guns because we just felt it was we need to be protected. Anything can happen. Now at that time, I never carried the gun because I wanted to shoot and kill nobody. And he said the same thing. I can relate to that. I carried a gun not because I wanted to shoot and kill or rob somebody. That was the last thing I, I could. I done it for protection because it was part of the the gang creed. You know, the Black Gangster Disciples creed in my hood. You know, that was part of that creed then. But I carried a gun myself. Okay. And uh, so he carried a gun. So I can relate, you know, what he's talking about. That's how it was back in the 80s then, in the banking days, carrying a gun around. I can relate to that. So I can believe that's true, you know. I have no concrete proof, but I can believe that's true, what this young man is saying. So it was a freak, something that shouldn't have even happened, man. And him and Ben bumped into each other, or Ben, he said Ben bumped into him. So evidently Ben bumped into him and didn't say, refused to say, excuse me. You know, and then they got the arguing, the confrontation. They got the arguing. He was intimidated by the size of Ben. I can understand that Ben was six foot seven, man, tall and skinny, man. He's only five six, and you feel that he could just come and snatch the gun from you? Yeah, I can believe that can be true. I'm not saying it is, but I can believe that can be true. You know, I'm not saying it is. So, uh, people that's listening to this think different. You know, just look up the stories and just look up Billy Moore yourself. You know, he's not hard to find. And uh, they got into it, and he wound up shooting Ben Wilson. Why? I don't know if Ben Wilson was running towards him or what, but he said in his earlier statements that he he showed Ben Wilson a gun because he thought Ben Wilson would have just backed off and just said, wow, he got a gun, let's just end it. Or Ben would have just ran or backed off. I guess he was thinking something like that. But he said, no, Ben Wilson was more of the, what's that, attacking He He was more pushing it, according to him. He didn't back off. He kept talking. I don't know if he was walking towards or whatever. Well, anyway, I don't want to speculate. He wound up shooting Ben Wilson. I don't know if Ben Wilson rushed him or he just shot him out of fear. You know, he don't go into deep details on that part, on this short short article. You can read more about that yourself and Billy Moore's side. Well, anyway, that's what really happened in that incident. And And I believe, I believe, I believe that. That, that's what really happened. He goes on to say he wasn't no thug or nothing like that. He was just in the hood, you know, and that's the thing he done. He, you know, he probably was around the bangers and whatever like that, but he was brought up better than that. He said he was in a tight-knit family. You never got none of that from the media back then. You never got none of that, none of that from the media back then. You know, because they kept it covered, they kept it shielded and everything like that because Ben Wilson was well-respected, he was famous, and they protected him. They protected Ben Wilson. If you if you didn't know no better, if you just use your common sense, the people that don't use it think he was perfect. He was a good kid. He was well in school and all that and everything. That's all you used to think. But let me go back to Ben Wilson. Now, when I went back and I read some articles about Ben Wilson, that people that searched and looked for things about Ben Wilson, I didn't know Ben Wilson had a bad temper. I didn't know he can get angry fast. Now, this is the great Benji you all talking about. I didn't know he had a temper. 
You know, I didn't, the times that they say him and this lady used to get into it, and he was, you know, an angry person. I didn't know he choked his teacher or something because she tried to re, uh, re, restrain him or something, and he wound up grabbing her and choking her. In other words, Benji was known as having a, a, a anger problem. He had an anger problem. Probably, I don't know if that was because he was cocky. He was just, everybody loved him. And by a young man, and I don't want to speculate, but I know that can affect a young man when you're 17 and everybody pumping you up and saying you all this and loving you. And, you know, you feel you can't do no wrong sometimes. You can get away with certain things that people will ignore that they wouldn't that they wouldn't ignore in a normal person like a Billy Moore or you and I or someone like that. But when you're popular and something like that, they will ignore certain things and certain sins and certain evils that you do. I know that it happens today. I know that it happens today. So I, I can believe that can happen. I'm not saying it did, but I can believe. But many people say Benji wasn't all that. He, he had an anger problem. That's not belittling on his talent in school. That's not belittling on his grades when he say, hey, work hard in school. And some, uh, some articles that I looked up, you know, and I just searched because I was, you know, that's what I do was saying, you know, he had to get out of, they had to put him out of other schools because of his anger, whatever like that, you know. Maybe because he felt that he was tall and lanky, he could just kind of be a little bullish or thuggish like that. I don't know. But it was just a different picture of Ben Wilson. It was just like the different picture was painted of Trayvon Martin when he got killed. Not justifying what this Silverman done, but you found that Trayvon wasn't all that. He was kind of cocky. He was in pictures on Facebook showing him with marijuana and stuff like that. They are not pictured in a different way for one reason or another. That's how they done. They protected Ben Wilson. They protected Ben Wilson, you know, according to these articles. But anyway, the family wound up forgiving Billy Moore. He's like a counselor now and everything. He does a little security and everything like that. But, you know, he seemed like a gentleman, young man that has a past. And the only thing he's going to be mostly remembered for is the man or the thug or the, the no good evil creep that killed Benji. Ben Wilson. Many people, no matter if you tell his story, is still going to just look at him as the one that killed this superstar, Ben Wilson. Not taking nothing away from Wilson's family or his brothers, but that's how people are going to look at him. This young man has been scarred for the something he's done. Now, he could have done something different. He could have just left himself, but it happened. You know, it happens every day. He got scared, according to what I'm, I'm reading in this article, and he felt the only way that he can get by was, you know, shooting Ben Wilson. He also gave a story that I that I didn't read on here that I looked up that his father, his dad always told him, his granddad or his dad told him, if you're going to carry a gun and you're going to pull it out, in other words, if you pull, ever pull out a gun, you better use it. And he said that's just stuck in his mind. If you're going to pull out a gun, use it. And he said as a young man that's stuck in his mind, his granddad or his dad wouldn't have told him that if you're going to pull out a gun, you better use it. And that stayed in his mind. That's why he used it on Ben Wilson for one reason or the other. I don't know. I don't know if Ben Wilson was rushing towards him or he just pulled it out and just shot him because of fear. I don't know. But we know it wasn't a robbery. And I know now that this person wasn't a thug and just going around looking for trouble. And also, you probably didn't know, he did not even know who Ben Wilson was then. <clears throat> he didn't like look at Ben Wilson, you Ben Wilson and shot him. He didn't even know who Ben Wilson was. He just know he was scared this guy was big and tall. He found out later it was Ben Wilson, this famous high school prospect. Okay, this is where I'm going. The Other Side of the Gun. That's I think that's a book that he had wrote called The Other Side of the Gun. In other words, this is his story. Nobody really never heard his story or his sad. Poor Omar. This young man had nothing to do with it. He got that all that time. 
I found out later that the police covered it up. The police one brought up the saying, but you know, this guy's famous. We just cannot say. Now, this is speculation. They just did not want to say that it was an altercation he got shot. They tried to make it like, hey, this is Ben Wilson. You got to make it look more serious than what it was a robbery or something. It was a lot of things going on. They kept these young men shielded and everything, <clears throat> but it was a lot of wrong going on. Even in Ben Wilson's death, I heard, and I don't know how true this can be. Only God knows that Ben Wilson could have been saved, but by him, by uh, the police and all of them thinking he's just another game banger that got shot out there, they kept him in that trauma room long while he just bled, bled, bled before they even seen him, before they even whatever like that. And it's just like they used to just throw you up on a paddy wagon and just let you bleed to death on a paddy wagon or just throw you back there. I heard they done that in the hospital. Now, these are speculations. How true it is, I don't know. Remember, I'm just, I'm just quoting what people said in their articles. <clears throat> Back then, mother made a their mother <clears throat> made a petition about, it, and I believe it passed a certain laws in the trauma. Now, so I believe somewhat is true because she fought for that. Ben Wilson's mother fought for that because she accepted that he could have been saved. He could have been lived today if they would have took care of him right away, like they're supposed to. But they just left him bleeding before they even got to him, and he wound that wind up dying of the complications of the bleeding. They lied to some of the brothers and say he was in a room. They was getting taken care of. Then I heard they found out later he was, and they seen they peeked through the curtains. One of the young young brothers said, and they seen Ben Wilson, his feet. He was just laying there. They never even took care of him. They just seen the bloody bed. So it was a lot of things that happened that was never told back then. <clears throat> Why? Why? This man lost his life. Another man lost his life in prison. One is dead. One served the majority of his life in prison. Two sides of the gun, according to uh, Billy Moore's book. Okay, what I get out of this, what I'm trying to say today, to, or to this, it's two sides to the story. Okay. Tragic what happened to Ben Wilson. They carried along with, they went, I carried that with me a long time. This young man got killed, tall, slim, handsome young man, outstanding ball player. When you hear the stories of Ben Wilson, even 30 for 30, you just see how good he was in basketball. That's all you mostly hear. You don't hear about his anger problems. You know, you don't hear, maybe he probably had different women. I don't know. You don't hear about the other sides of their <clears throat> bad because they don't want to put that out there. <clears throat> Just like Lynn Bias and all that. Nobody knew Lynn Bias done cocaine when he got killed. Lynn Bias, that's another basketball player that they found dead of a cocaine overdose. All they knew that he was a great basketball player and a nice guy, had a great attitude. And he probably did, but it's a darker side that you don't know about. See, your friends ain't going to tell, uh, tell you too much about the other side. They know about the other side. Maybe Nick Anderson that grew up with him. They, wind, they was friends for years. Nick Anderson wound up playing in the NBA. What Ben Wilson could have been. <clears throat> you know, people look at it like that. I look at it like this. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, whatever. Yes, it, it could have. We have no idea how good he would have been in basketball. He could have been the next Michael Jordan. All these are speculations. We have no idea. But I know where they go with that. We have no idea how great or good or even a bust. We don't know what Ben Wilson would have been in the NBA or let alone college. We, we'll never know that. That's gone. His life been taken. Okay. But it's about Ben Wilson. You never hear about Billy Moore. 
Billy Moore redeemed himself, not in Christianity. I don't know if he saved or not. I don't know. I don't know if he gave his life to Christ or not. I hope he have, but I don't know. I don't. I never heard him talk about a testimony that he gave his life to Christ. <clears throat> but anyway, he redeemed himself. You know, he got, he got better and everything like that. So, you know, Billy Moore is doing pretty good now. He's helping youngsters now in the streets and whatever like that. I'm I'm proud of Billy Moore, you know, for uh, doing that. I'm proud of that young man. You might not believe him, but who are we to just believe somebody? We all have been in situations of being accused of doing something, and we know good and well we didn't do it for that reason. Even if it was manslaughter and everything like that, or somebody might have killed somebody. No, we didn't just go out and kill them. It was a reason why that happened, out of fear or whatever. Yes, the person is dead for one reason, but you didn't give this man never or Omar never had a chance in this situation. They didn't have no chance. They was just two young black young thugs, according to the media and everybody else that put these guys down, just said they was thugs. They robbed them. Yeah, two black men, it's easy to put robbery on him. They was in the game, you know, files that, you know. Uh, <clears throat> but my point is, there's always two sides. Look up the Ben Wilson story. It's a very incredible, sad story. It's worth listening to. Ben Wilson was very talented. I only seen a little bit of his basketball, so I can't say how talented. But he was one of the top prospects and everything. But I knew he had some game. I liked his shots and his block shots and his, his energy on the court. I feel he was a team player. But the other side, according to them, they say he had another side. And that could be true. I don't know. You know, they said he had another side. But it's always going to come out about another person, no matter what you are. Things always come out about a person, you know, <clears throat> sooner or later. Okay. Billy Moore, he redeemed. This is about redemption. Excuse me. Not so much salvation, redemption. I don't know. But he redeemed. He's better after all this tragedy. That scar will be always on him. And another, I'm going to leave you with this. Another scar that's on him. And he, I remember him saying this in his article. It's Omar. He feels so bad that that young man had to suffer in jail for something he had nothing to do with. He said he the one done the killing. He was wrong for what he done. He never said it wasn't wrong. He, sh he should have done it another way. But he just wanted to get things straight. He's not a thug. He said he's not a bad person. He got scared. And he felt, you know, it was cocky what he done it was wrong he killed this promising young man he admit that but he said the other young man had nothing to do with it omar and he got that scar hurts him more than anything the ben wilson thing will never go away because people will always hate this young man they will always look at him as a thug no matter what his testimony is some people will still look at him that way before ben wilson's mother left before she died she said forgive try to get in touch with billy moore and ask him for and, and, and forgive him forgive that young man before ben wilson since mother passed away. So if she can forgive a lot of us eggheads and airheads should be able to forgive somebody. Forgiveness is very powerful. This is about forgiveness. This is about forgiveness. The brothers forgave him. I think they keep in touch now. They all forgave this young man. That's the story I like to hear. That's redemption. That's what I'm talking about. True forgiveness out of all this madness. Two lives lost. One with the prison, one killed. You know, no matter how it happened or why it happened, forgiveness is the key and it's always the other side to a story this is joseph brownlee this is my thought for the day pretty long but worth saying god bless you body of christ real talk love you all bye-bye and before i go look up the ben wilson story from 30 for 30 it's a lot of stories about ben wilson but just remember they just gonna mainly just going to talk about how good he was in basketball or whatever like that. Then you might find some that really get 
look up for look up Billy Moore's story and hear the true side according to Billy Moore. What really happened? What really happened at that day? There's no such thing as a perfect person. We all have issues and everything. Let's get the truth out, and the truth shall make you free. God bless you. Bye bye. Love you all. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.